In God's presence, there's fullness of joy. Just lift up your hands to Him wherever you are. And just say, Lord, I worship you with everything that is within me. It doesn't matter what I'm going through, but I worship today. For in your presence, anything is possible. greatest and higher than the highest
than any disease, greater than any problem, greater than all of life in the universe and all the universes combined. God is the greatest and today we are gathered before him. We are standing and some of us are kneeling, some of us have bowed in humility and in reverence to the greatest of all time. Hallelujah. So we want to offer unto him the sacrifices of our praise and our thanksgiving. We want to lift our voices and tell him that he is worthy. He is worthy. There is none like him. We cry out in worship. We want to bless him. We want to adore him. We want to give him praise. We want to give him glory. We want to give him honor. All the adoration before that is do his name we understand that he is our strong tower he is our rock he is our fortress he is our high tower the one who upholds all things in the world and all things in our lives by the word of his power beloved why don't you worship him bow before him and tell him that he is worthy he is worthy today he is worthy of our thanksgiving he is worthy of our praise he is worthy of our worship he is worthy for all that he is to us all that he's done for us he is worthy lord you are worthy father we give you praise we extol you jesus we honor you lord we bless you jesus we give you all the glory all the praise all adoration that is due your name jesus blessed be your name blessed be your name blessed be your name oh blessed be your name blessed 
Oh, King of Kings, King of Kings, Prince of Peace, hey, our everlasting God, Eternal Father, hey, God of all flesh, hey, Malabadi Minikata, hey, Father of all spirit, Lord, we worship you, Father, we bless you, in the name of Jesus, the fruit of our lips, Maliko we offer unto you, hey Jesus, you are worthy. Father, you are worthy. Lord, you are worthy. In the name of Jesus, thank you, O God, for your blessedness unto us. Thank you. God, for grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for deliverances, oh God. Father, we honor you in the name of Jesus. We draw near unto you, not only with our lips, oh God, but with our hearts. We honor, we honor, we honor, we honor, we bow before you, oh God. We honor you, oh God, with all of our hearts in the name of Jesus. Vedi Gavrande Makoshaniata, Redevina Kayat, Moveni Soniata, Ilabadabarana Makosha, Intecomvenia Taya. Oh Jesus, we love you. Male Komoroho, Brandiviniata, Elaka Shadata. Nobody does us better like you do. Melibro Kavaniata, you are the one who forgives all our iniquities. Ilabamakovrahaya, you heal all our diseases. Male Kombo Namaho, you redeem our lives, oh God, from destruction. Hey, you crown us with lovingness and tender mercies. What a God you are. What a Father you are. Hey, and you satisfy our mouth with good things with blessed things, with wonderful things, so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. You are merciful and you are gracious unto us. Father, we bless you. You have not dealt with us, O God, after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Oh, we love you, Lord Jesus. Like a father, Peter, his children so you lord you pity them that fear you oh we thank you jesus we bless you jesus Oh, 
of the Most High God, we just started, and we are going deeper. says something in the book of Psalm 37 the verse 4 Psalm 37 verse 4, God bless you, ministers Aben, Francis, and redeemed. The Bible says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. That is what we've come here to do.
That is what we have come here to do. We have come to take delight in Him. So we want to lose yourself. Don't look anywhere. Don't look at anyone. Don't share the attention and the affection you want to share or you want to give God with any other thing or any other person. Bible says in His presence there is fullness of joy and at His right hand there are evermore hallelujah so in his place there is fullness of joy there are pleasures forevermore grace and glory and we've come to partake we've come to delight ourselves in him hallelujah but if you read the next verse after the verse 4 of Psalm 37 the Bible again says commit thy way unto the Lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass commit thy way unto the lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass the verse 6 now says and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday this same scripture is found in isaiah 58 hallelujah we want to commit our activities our ways everything we are going to do in this service the prayers the teachings the ministrations of the spirit everything into the hands of the most high god i want to tell him that lord have your way in the name of the lord jesus lord we thank you have your way in the name of jesus in the name of jesus father we commit all activities here into your hands as we come to take delight in your in you oh god we know we already have the desires of our hearts we also ask that lord in the name of jesus as we commit our ways unto you oh god as we trust also in you may you bring all things Whatsoever we are believing you for to pass in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for success. Father, we pray for success. We pray for success. We pray for success in the name of Jesus. Lord, have your way. You want to tell God that Lord cleanse my heart, purify my heart, cleanse my hands from every form of uncleanness in the name of Jesus. Make me whole, make me whole, make me whole, make me whole. Spirit, soul, body by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You want to lift your voice, lift your heart, lift your heart and tell God to cleanse you. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you cleanse me, spirit, soul, body. Oh, make me whole. Sanctify my heart. Sanctify my heart. Let every scale that is on the eyes of my understanding fall off in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Help me, help me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Restore, reinstate me to a perfect standing with you today. In the name of Jesus. I come boldly. I come boldly. I come boldly, I come boldly to the throne 
of grace, hey, to obtain grace and to find mercy, to help in this time of need. Lord, help me. Lord, purify. Lord, oh God, cleanse me through and through. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, purge me, make me whole. In Jesus' mighty name, remove every stain. Hey, on my garment, remove, oh God, cleanse, cleanse every spot, every blemish of righteousness and holiness in the name of Jesus make my entire being my entire vessel a whole and pure acceptable before you in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Psalm 84 verse 7 says, they go from strength to strength. Every one of them appears before God and Zion. We want to rise, we want to change strength. Psalm 84 verse 7, God bless you. God bless you, minister Ebenezer and minister redeemed. The Bible says, they go from strength who are they burning ones who are they fire prayer who are they ebenezer in the company of them also is winning in the same company is redeemed in the same company is francis in the same company is cassandra in the same company is stanley they go we go from strength to strength hallelujah it means our strength is supposed to be renewed every time we show up before God in Zion. If you live the same way you came, with no extra light to your being, with no extra strength, your strength is not renewed. If you live with no improved understanding, if your understanding doesn't come alive more today than it was yesterday, then it means that you didn't encounter God. Hallelujah. You didn't encounter the presence or the power or the spirit of God. So we want to pray that lord in the name of jesus even as we speak in the language of the spirit father in the name of jesus quicken us in our inner man hey renew our strength stir our stir us up by your spirit in our inner man in the name of the lord jesus christ let the same spirit that raised up jesus christ from the dead let it quicken our spirit quicken our souls even our mortal bodies and increase us in strength even as we exercise ourselves in the holy ghost in the name of the lord jesus we are rising from strength to strength bible says in the book of jude 1 and verse 20 it says that but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost Lord, oh God, enable us to go from strength to strength. Even as we separate ourselves unto you, for every form, from every form of sensuality, from every form of carnality, unto you. Beloved, build yourself, quicken yourself, Radi Gavaneh.
Keep rising, keep rising like an edifice. Loco Shadima Kambra Nimataya. Leave no space, leave no room for error, leave no room for weakness, leave no room for any setbacks. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Radima Komenia Talabade. Inka Benda Beniza Radosha. Ropa Kovremia I see a staring at, I see a staring at, Malanko Penimikazuatehes, Legadimini Kapayas, Incaparo Venia Suntes, in the name of Jesus, Samba Convenia Talak. I see fire, Rakombe, Ilakuza Venia, Ante Kenia Caparada Badaya, Robo Koshedada, Iraba Diminikosha, Rapaka Sotet, Iregada Dabadabaha, Rabada Dabadabadaha, Iacola Badiminicataya, Eranta Sango Minia Taya, Erapa Sotet, Erankatalakata, somebody press deeper, a press deeper, a somebody you want to press deeper. La coma covenina nama sonte regidi anta lua capaya raga shadada raga shadada ia coma lua paradabada raga satata raga shadabana me compra mo karadabada raba la branda bana makoha hey jesus oh jesus kabali bohoska randi minikapai thank you Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for the stirrings. Thank you for the fire in this place. Thank you for this atmosphere of your presence and your glory. Oh, Ranka Dima Koreta Vedika Vendevenemekovaluata Mataka Dada Reko Shisombre. In the name of Jesus. Makolo Brohoskevenyataya. Hey, the presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Most High God is here. Kabadi Bohosh. Melody of a Hasco. Thank you, Somebody Jesus. Need the Holy Spirit, let your voice and I come on. I know it's a recording, but you can't be that straight. You can talk to the Holy Spirit right now. Tonight is an encounter, not a concert. Come on, lose yourself and you want to talk to the Holy Spirit. I don't know what's on your heart that you want to tell the Lord. Speak to the Lord. We want to make our last prayer. And then we will get into the ministration. Amen. We are making our last prayers unto the Lord and then we get deep into the ministration for today and see what God has to say to us. I want you to tune yourself. Just don't connect with your phone. I always say that. Connect with your spirit. Connect with your being, your heart. Hallelujah. Job chapter 29 and verse 3. We want to pray for light. Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
And Bible says that with that spirit or with that candle, he searches the inward parts of the belly. Job 29 verse 3 says, When his candle shined upon my bed, and when by his light I walked through darkness, when his candle, when God's candle shined upon his head, whose head? Job's head. The spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the parts of the belly. Now you need the spirit of God to light up your candle. Hallelujah. You need the spirit of the Lord to light up your candle. When God lights up your candle, His light comes up upon you. Your spirit becomes sharper than it was before. And with that light, the light of divine understanding, the light of divine presence, the light of divine spiritual illumination, you are able to walk through any darkness, especially the darkness of the deception in this age. Isaiah 60 talks about this darkness. It says that, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. It says that, Darkness shall cover the earth. Darkness. And gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord, the Lord himself. That is what Job was talking about in Job 29 verse 3. It says, when his candle shine upon my head, God arose upon him. And by the light of God arising upon him, he was able to defeat the darkness of his day. We want to pray that Lord let your light and your glory arise upon me. Please, you want you want to be conscious about this prayer. Let your light and your glory arise within and upon me in the name of Jesus. In tonight's encounter, light up my candle to defeat every darkness ahead of me in my life every darkness currently operating anywhere around my life that which is ahead of me in the journey of life father light up my darkness light up my darkness light me up let your glory arise upon me in the name of jesus let your glory arise let your light and your glory arise within and upon my life in the name of the lord jesus christ and even as your light arises within and upon me every darkness let every limitations all works of darkness operations of darkness in and around my life let them all come to a close let them be halted completely in the name of the lord jesus christ 
Aside the presence of God and the power of God and the encounter with His glory and the ministration of light onto the hearts and the spirits of our minds. take this confession together. your zeal in the heart of every burning one for fruitful engagement all through this year in the mighty name of Jesus none of us shall be passive as the year unfolds oh Lord Stir your zeal in us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes. 
God bless you. So we want to get into today's ministration. We started a series on the mystery of faith for victorious Christian living. Hallelujah. We have done a five part on that series already. We've been trying to end, but the more we trade bricks, the more the Holy Spirit enlightens us and takes our feet off the bricks for us to go just a little deeper with Him. Hallelujah. And that is what has brought us to this. I think this should be the seed part, part six. This is the part six of the series on the mystery, the mystery of faith for a victor to access power for victorious Christian living. Hallelujah. And uh, I've seen a lot of comments on the ones we published already. I can see people are listening and people are being blessed from all across the globe. Amen. And I pray that you also locate it. If you haven't listened to any of them, you can click on the icon, burning ones, and look beneath the dashboard. You're going to see the published podcast, more than 170 published teachings and prayers. And you can locate that which is titled The Mystery of Faith. The Mystery of Faith to Access Power for Victorious Christian Living. Amen. And you can locate the part one. So that you can begin listening from there. I wish I could do a recap before we proceed, but we wouldn't have much time for a quick a quick recap. So I want to go straight into the word. Amen. So, like I always say, I want you to tell yourself that through today's encounter, I am growing bigger, better, wiser, stronger, greater, and more powerful by day. I receive more light through the entrance of God's word I cannot fail I am better positioned through this encounter I am enlightened through this encounter I am blessed through this encounter in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus because the path of the just or the path of the righteous is as a shining light it goes brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. Hallelujah.
prepares to be sent to us. We wanna be pure and holy. We wanna be tried and true. Christian living and in the part four we didn't go too far in terms of what was prepared but we went very deep because the spirit had a lot to say to us amen so in the previous session we looked at the basis of faith or we we looked at how true faith is expressed and we said true faith in God true faith in God is expressed in number one hearing God's voice number two obedience number three action and response to the hearing true faith is expressed in number one hearing God's voice two obedience obedience to that voice number three we took in response the action we take in response to the hearing hallelujah and many times you are going to realize that when it comes to obeying god in faith oh i just smell the fragrance of the spirit i smell the fragrance i usually don't experience this sometimes i experience it but when only when i'm very deep in a time of prayer and fully absorbed sweet smelling aroma and fragrance of the presence of God hallelujah that tells you this is always a sign God gives me that the atmosphere is rife it's rife for any possibilities 
that which your faith can take. The aura of his presence that which your faith can draw. Hallelujah. I just wanted to say it so that we'll be conscious of that. And we also went ahead. So I said that when, usually when it comes to obeying the hearing of faith, when it comes to obeying the hearing of faith, the hearing of faith is the hearing of God's voice that requires that we put our faith to work. That's what I'm describing as the hearing of faith. Obedience to that hearing of faith can cost us a lot of times. Especially when you come to what the, what the Bible describes as the trial of our faith. When he spoke to Abraham, take now thy son. <laughs> it says, Abraham, take now thy son. He didn't end there. It's as if God wanted Abraham to feel the pain of the trial of his faith. So he says, thine only son. He didn't leave it there. <laughs> then he says, whom thou lovest. Genesis 22. And then he says, offer him up to me on the mountain as a burnt offering, burnt sacrifice. The action we take in response to the hearing, often time can cost us. And I believe I've come to realize that anything that doesn't cost us, when it comes to the trial of faith, does not put us In God's hall, hallmark and hall of the trusted ones comes to faith. Because faith that has not been tried cannot be trusted. So on this note, I want to begin today's teaching that the supernatural it oftentimes doesn't make sense in the natural it doesn't appeal to logic so there are a lot of instructions God gave or people took a response to faith that didn't make sense it only made faith it didn't make sense it only made faith in the end so when you are applying faith when you are responding in obedience to the instructions of God and it doesn't cost you, then it's probably not faith. Some of you, God is calling you to very great things. God was calling Abraham to a very, very great destiny, father of many nations. But for God to release him to that ultimate destiny of greatness, God needed to try Abraham's faith. Not when the abundance had come. God tried his faith while yet he had just one. Just the seed of that abundance. He said, take now thy son, thine only son. Genesis 22. Go up to a mountain where I'll show you and offer him up there as a burnt offering.
God bless you, Minister Iben. And it came pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here am I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son. I believe that it was a picture. It was a foreshadow of what God was going to do with his own son. In order to beget many brethren after him. I think Romans chapter 8, the verse 26 or so. So Jesus or Isaac was a of Christ in this picture. And God wanted Abraham to feel what he was going to feel offering up his only begotten son. So that his seed would better appreciate that sacrifice. He says, thy son, thine only son, whom Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Listen to the, the next verse, Genesis 22, verse 3. And Abraham rose up early. Some of us, when it comes to the voice of God, we hear it directly. We hear it through the men of God. We hear it through our parents. We hear. But when it comes to the obedience and response to faith, before God releases us to the next peak of our destinies, that is where we, we become stuck. The action and the response to the hearing, we become stuck. Abraham wasn't stuck. And Abraham rose up not in the morning, early in the morning. When you receive spiritual instructions pertaining to your faith, how do you respond? When you hear the voice of God, how do you respond? You delay, you contemplate, you try to rationalize, you try to logicalize, you cogitate until you make nonsense of faith. Faith is supposed to make sense in the spiritual. But when you try to logicalize, re rationalize for too long, And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went and he rose up somebody you must rise up and went unto the place of which God had told him Some of us, we don't rise at all. Others rise, they don't rise early. Others will rise, they rise early. They don't go all the way to the place where God tells them. So they get stuck on the way. And the devil is a trap of the devil because the devil knows that if he's able 
to hijack your faith that in a previous session then he can hijack your destiny so he tried that on peter even though peter was with jesus the devil never feared the devil still went ahead to touch peter's faith but jesus being the good shepherd said simon simon satan has desired to save thee to save you at, as wheat Because Peter had a glorious destiny in the, in, in, the, in the gospel. He had a glorious destiny in the kingdom. He was the man who was here to stand and preach that same coward, that same timid, that same doubtful Peter, that same unstable Peter. He was the one who, to, who was here to stand in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 3, and preach and bring to, 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 into the kingdom in one preaching. Not a series of crusades, in one, one series, a one, one crusade, one setting, one event, three, a harvest of 3,000 souls. The devil saw and wanted to touch his faith. The devil saw it. And wanted to touch his faith, saved him as we. It took the prayers of God to call him until he was converted. Later he said, Thou art Simon, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Some of you, you are that rock in your family. You are rocks for regions, for a nation. God will do something great with your life. But your faith, which has not been tried, cannot be trusted. Your faith, God is compelling you, has said a word to you. Through a dream, through a vision, through encounters, even sometimes through the mouth of men of God. Let us see, let us see what happened after Abraham yielded to this whole instruction. I've not started today's teaching, I've not. We are yet to get into today's note. I just wanted to point something out. I don't know why this is coming up because I was trying to just recap. Genesis 22 the verse 10 and let us read from there then you know that when your faith is being tried it's for your own good God bless you, Minister Eben. Bible says, And Abraham, 
let me start from verse 9 he says and they came to the place which god had told him of and abraham built an altar anytime god wants to begin something fresh in your life it calls for an encounter the establishment of a relationship and then the establishment of an altar the altar of prayer that invites him to establish that particular dimension of your life in this case it was fatherhood of all nations but he needed to sow a seed and notice that Abraham didn't have abundant seed in the trial of his faith it was just one God himself knew it and he said it he said take now thy son then he says thy only son so God knew he was the only and that which he loved he loved whom thou loved and he says offer him up if I'm to if I'm to put myself in the shoes of Abraham I can imagine God telling you that put your first class certificate down and your PhD down and sacrifice that on an altar and do my work after maybe eight years or 12 years of solid academic or um, solid credentials in academia trying to build a career in academia and perhaps that is all the qualification you have Bible says that and Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son if you come to sacrifices eh, if you read the book of Psalm 118 I don't know whether the verse 13 or one of the verses it says that you should bind the sacrifices to the horn of the altar it's it is a sign that anytime you are offering a sacrifice to God God wants to be sure, he wants to know that you don't desire to take that thing back or you don't regret offering it up to him. That was what Abraham was doing here. He bound his son. And laid him on the altar upon the wood. And then the verse 10 says, And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son you see many of you don't know that what god is looking for god is not looking for your title god is not looking for your money god is not looking for your strength or your time he is rather looking for a sacrifice a seed that will bring you multiplication A seed that's going to bring you multiplication
a seed that will bring you multiplication. Bible says that except a grain of wheat or corn, John chapter 12 or so, verse 24 or something, I don't know if I'm right, except a seed or a grain of wheat or corn falls to the ground and die. It abides alone, but the moment it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Abraham had to sow his son not only as a test of his faith or the trial of his faith, but also as a seed for God's divine intervention that was going to bring him multiplication. Else the promise and the prophecy that he carried upon his life was not going to see manifestation. Thank you. John 12, 24. I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground. Some of us, we are still standing with our sacrifices. And die, it abided alone. Except you give your life wholly over to him. Many other destinies will not come into the kingdom because of you. But if you give your life to Jesus wholeheartedly and serve him, you, you can become that seed in your family that will turn many other seeds unto God. You can apply it also to your material possessions. The dying is the, the, the loss of attachment to that which we are offering. Some too are falling, but they are not dying. Some are falling. They are falling all right, but they are not dying. Some are not falling into the ground at all. And so they are not dying and they are abiding alone. And yet they are expecting God to multiply what they have. No, that is an error. God cannot multiply that which is not given to him. So long as it has fallen, but it's not dead, it means that seed is still with you. And God cannot multiply it. it. It has not yet gotten to his hand. Do you know the proof that Abraham had sown his son? In his mind, Isaac was already dead. In Abraham's mind, Isaac was already dead. How do we know that? When the lad asked him, Daddy, I've been seeing you offering sacrifices many, many times. And you go with the firewood as usual. You go with the stakes or the staves. You go with a, um, you go with many other things. Sometimes with your servants, but this time, where is the ram? Abraham could have changed his mind from there. You can find that in Genesis twenty-two, verse seven. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said. Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they, they went both of them together. Little did Abraham know that that which he said was a prophecy that was yet, that was yet to come to pass.
Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. He took the knife. Before God, the taking of the knife, the tying of his son, the, the lifting of the knife to slay him, before God, that was the fulfillment of all righteousness as far as the trial of his faith was concerned, as far as the sowing of the seed of his son for an abundant harvest was concerned. So Bible now says that God sent him an angel and the angel of the Lord called out unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, in case you didn't hear the first time, I'm calling you again, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thine, heart, thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know. Somebody you want to type, now I know. Some of you, God doesn't know you, and, he, and so he can't trust you. We can pray all there is to pray. We can fast all there is to fast. But God cannot trust you because your faith has not passed the test. He cannot trust you with the next level because your faith has not passed the test. If you can't give God Isaac or shows, then later when he gives you Jacob and Esau and all the brethren, the 12 tribes of Israel and all their descendants, you can offer unto him just one tribe. Faith that has not been tested by God cannot be trusted by God. God doesn't know. You have not given God a reason to know and to trust. And the truth is, God, can someone help us with Philippians chapter 4, the verse 17. The verse 17. You realize that God doesn't need our Isaac. And we realize from the subsequent verses of Genesis 22 that God does not need our Isaac as much as the knowing of the heart of the man and then the, trusted, the, the trust that he can put in the faith of that man. Lay not thine hand upon God, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thy seed, your time, your offering, your credential, the little you have, thine only son from me, thine only, the little, that was his all. That was his all. Isaac was his all. Many of us never get to see the glory. But there is something as faith for the glory. We will come to John chapter 11 and you are going to see it. There is faith for the glory. It's one of the dimensions of faith we were looking at earlier. We'll get into that shortly. And Genesis 22 verse 13 says, And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, just as he prophesied earlier that the Lord will provide for himself a lamb. Behold, behind him a ram caught in a ticket by his horns. This is another typology of the coming of Jesus Christ. We, when we come to continue our series, um, 
the 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 what is the name the Easter series the Passover when we come to the 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 other series we've done I think the the cross and all of that we will come to understand this the ticket there was a symbolic of humanity and Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son but until you get close until you are willing to part ways with Isaac you will never see the ram you have to come that close the integrity of your heart the trustworthiness of your faith God must know your heart he says for now I know I know Abraham I've known you you have worked with me we have communicated several times I gave you several instructions right from when I called you from your father's house and you have obeyed every single one of them following me closely in obedience but this was another level I know I knew you but you've just exposed you have just opened me up to another level of intimacy of knowing your heart so I can trust you enough to bless you in your seed and to bless all the nations of the world in your seed and so for this surely in blessing I will bless you if you don't get that close you will never see the ram if you have not offered Isaac affect the blessings if you don't get that close you will never see the ram Ephesians, I think I asked for Philippians 4, right? Okay, let me see. Okay, God bless you. This was the same language that Apostle Paul was speaking. The same language in Genesis 22. He says, not because I desire. This is the language of God. When it comes to sacrifices and offerings and seeds that are supposed to catapult you or open a dimension. Some of the sacrifices, the number one sacrifice is your own self. Offer, offering your own self unto God. A living sacrifice it's it's a, it, that sacrifice in itself is a trial of your faith your belief in God holy acceptable unto God our reasonable act of worship or service premised on this one there is a sacrifice of the up or the offering of our substances it says not because I desire a gift God, his people, he said that the cattle, he said the gold is mine. Some 55 or so. Some 55, I think. The gold is mine. The silver is mine. The cattle upon a thousand hill. He says that if I desire meat or food, can I not slay any of them? Not because he desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. That may abound to your account. I desire what? Fruit that may abound to your account. Yes, Hagar 2. Hagar 2. The Bible said that the same thing there. But in the book of Psalms, I think Psalm 50. To 55 one of these chapters he said the silver is mine the gold is mine the cattle upon a thousand hill they are all his
So what happened? And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and so he saw the, the, the horn, and the, the ram. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> the Lord who provides. Yes, Psalm 50. God bless you. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hill. I think I needed more than just one verse. And now listen, because Abraham obeyed the voice of God the first time, every act of spiritual obedience qualifies you and prepares you for your next because abraham obeyed god the first time the voice of the lord came to him the second time through an angel go to the verse 13 or the verse 14 and abraham no let, let's go to the verse 15 and the angel of the lord called unto abraham out of heaven the second time and said by myself have i sworn say the lord for because thou hast done this because you have done this, Abraham. Because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee. One seed has qualified him for a blessing, and in multiplying I will multiply thee. Apostle Paul said the same thing in Philippians 4, verse 17 not because i desire a gift but i desire fruit that may abound multiplication abound multiplication to your account not to his account in blessing i'll bless thee and in multiplying i'll multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sun which is upon the shore and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies my god my God, I pray for you, somebody listening, that may your seed, may God bless you. In blessing, may he bless you. In multiplying, may God multiply you. May he multiply your seed. Every seed you are given, every seed you have given, every seed you will give, your effort, your time, every kind of seeds and investment, as the stars of heaven and may god cause your seed to possess the gate of their enemies in the name of jesus then now god says that in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice number two we said that the expression of faith number one the voice of god number two obedience then the action he says because thou hast obeyed my voice the blessings didn't come because Abraham only had no. So Abraham returned unto his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt in Beersheba. Hallelujah. And we went to the basis of faith. We said the basis of faith is the nature or the character of God. We looked at that. You can find the details in the previous session. And then we went to the redemptive work 
of the Son of God, the second basis of our faith, and we looked at the Word of God. Hallelujah. And then we began looking at the dimensions of our faith. We tried looking at the first one. We tried looking at the first dimension of our faith. We said that when it comes to the dimensions of our faith, we said that according to Romans chapter 1 verse 17, Faith is in dimensions. Dimensions that are parallel to the realm of the righteousness of God. And we said that our faith should not stay at one place or should not be stagnant. And I said that stagnation in faith is an indicator of lack of the word of God, inadequate access to the word of God or poor feeding on the word of God because the quality of our new nutrition affects our nourishment hallelujah And then we went on to look at the first dimension of faith. We spoke about faith for salvation. And we said this is, the, this is what I describe as faith for. Or faith from, from him. Faith for him or faith from him. Hallelujah. It is a faith that is for God. Enables you to believe in God. So faith for God or faith from God. He gives you that faith through election to believe in him for him. Hallelujah. And it comes through the preaching of the gospel. Romans 1, I think the verse 17. Or the verse um, 16. Romans 1, the verse 16. Apostle Paul was speaking there. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And then the verse 17 now goes ahead to say that, For therein, that is in the gospel, in the word of God, is the righteousness revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith, but not the faith to salvation. The just shall live by faith, but not the faith that brings to salvation. Hallelujah. We must go beyond that. We looked at Romans chapter 12 verse 3, and we realized that when we were born again as believers, God dealt to every one of us the measure, the measure, or a measure of faith, the metron. And we are not supposed to remain at that level. Hallelujah. We are supposed to go higher. Why are we supposed to go higher? Because we are going to encounter situations in life that faith for salvation cannot overcome. Meanwhile, our faith is supposed to overcome the world. According to 1 John 5, 3 and 5, 4, 
for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world is born to overcome is born an overcomer and what is that this what is the thing that enables us to overcome it says this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith faith for salvation so we must not remain at the faith for salvation we must grow we must build up on that faith build up ourselves on our most holy faith the metron of faith we must build up ourselves on that through spiritual exercise accurate nourishment quality nutrition feeding on the word of god and as well studying faith-filled christian materials hallelujah and we looked at some of the elements we needed to focus on if we are to build our faith we ought to what stay away from certain atmospheres people have a ministry of doubt right we, we looked at that some people have a ministry of doubt so long as you are around them your faith will cease to function So when you know that you have a measure, you have to begin to develop it. You don't remain in this first dimension of faith. You need more faith by growing beyond the initial measure. Because there are challenges that this initial measure and there are difficulties in life that this initial me measure will not be able to eliminate. These challenges will require different dimensions of faith. A greater measure of faith faith to move mountains faith that enables you to believe to see the glory of God hallelujah number two we are looking at the next dimension of faith faith in him Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 and then number two Philippians 3 9 so many redeemed you can help us with Hebrews 11 6 Minister Winning, help us with Philippians 3 9. Minister Aben, help us with John chapter 6, verse 22. And then another person can help us with 1 Corinthians 2 5. Hebrews 11 6. Minister Redeemed. Philippians 3 9. Minister Winning. John 6 2. Minister Aben, and another person, 1 Corinthians 2 5. Alright, God bless you for the scriptures. Bible says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is and is a rewarder. It takes this kind of faith in God to believe that God is and he is a rewarder. It takes faith in him to come to him. It takes faith in God to wake up every day and present yourself to him. Irrespective of how you are feeling, whether you had a nightmare or not, it takes faith in God to wake up and to pray. When God is not sitting by at your bedside, it takes faith in God to know He's a rewarder for you to keep 
doing what you are doing in the house of God the way you are doing it. It takes faith in God to know that even as you diligently seek Him, not haphazardly, not intermittently, but seeking Him with diligence, it takes faith in God to know that even as you diligently seek Him, He rewards. Now let's go to John 6 verse 22. The Bible says, The day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, save that, save that one wherein to his disciples were entered, that Jesus went not with his disciples in, into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. I wish you could add a, verse 23 for us. Philippians 3 now, Bible says, And be found in him, faith in him, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Faith in him. This is different for, from faith for him. Hallelujah. This faith grounds us and deepens our relationship in him. It says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. In the power of God. Hallelujah. Let me read from John chapter 6. The verse 16. It says, And when evening was now come, his disciples went down onto the sea and entered into a ship and went over the sea toward Capernaum. And it was now dark, and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of the wind that blew. So when they had rowed about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea and drawing nigh unto the ship, and they were afraid. They saw Jesus exercising faith, a victory that overcomes the world. The sea and the water was a type of the problems and the affairs of life. Jesus walking over them is triumph over those problems and those affairs of life. The kind of life he has called you and I to live. That will ride upon the storms. Like the eagle, let the, 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 the storms and the winds that come rather propel us. Let them become the energies, the strength, the lifts upon which what we saw. While other birds are crumbling under, falling under, 
being brought down by the storms and the winds. The eagle uses these things to propel itself higher and higher into the skies until it is above the storms. Jesus was using the sea to demonstrate faith unto them. And because they lacked faith, they failed to understand. They were so afraid. Jesus was telling them that if you have faith, you can overcome anything. But Bible says in the verse 20 of John chapter 6, But he saith unto them, It is I, be not afraid. Then they willingly received him into the ship, and immediately the ship was at. My Bible was at the sand whither they went. The day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, save that one whereon his disciples entered, and that Jesus was went not with his disciples into the but that his disciples were gone away alone. Howbeit there came the other boats from Tiberias and unto the place where they did eat bread. After that the Lord had given thanks. When the people, when the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when camest thou hither? Jesus said, Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me, not because you saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Labor not for meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father healed. Then said they unto him, What shall we do? What we that we, we might work the works of God. Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. Hallelujah. This is the work of God. Faith in him. Faith in him. Faith in him. Not faith in the things that he can give, but faith in God himself. That account summarizes it. How they were following Jesus for the wrong things. Hallelujah. Let's go to faith for his presence or his glory. Hallelujah. John chapter 11, verse 32 to 45. I wanna, there are five dimensions. I'll just do three of us, three of the dimensions. Then we go to how to access power for victorious living by exercising the mystery of faith. Hallelujah. Faith for his presence or faith for the glory. Hallelujah. And we want to look at John 11, verse 32 to 45. God bless you, minister. Amen. Bible says, Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, we all know the popular story of Lazarus and how he died. That was the account. When Jesus therefore saw his, his, her, her weeping and the Jews all weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, 
where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Lord, come and see. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man could not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself. You see, sometimes I've told us that faith rests. When we looked at what substantiates faith, we looked at a very key thing over there. How many of us remember that? When we looked at what substantiates faith, I remember sharing a very important key with us. I said that the roots, no, not the roots of faith. I said true faith thrives better. True faith, it thrives better in a healthy spiritual environment on the legs of prayer and fasting one leg of prayer the other of fasting so when we pray here a lot and we are fasting a lot it is not by mistake it is not being religious it is not because we want to prove that we are spiritual no these are exercises to enhance our faith even as we study the word of God to grow our faith. These ones boost. They create a healthy enabling environment in our spirit man so we can release our faith. Because true faith thrives better in a healthy spiritual environment on the legs of prayer and fasting. So Jesus was exercising this mystery here. He was groaning within himself. What some people describe as praying in the Holy Ghost because he was about to do a miracle. And it was a cave and, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Faith to see the glory does not care about time or matter custom it was believed that if a man died anytime from the first to the third day it is possible that he could arise so I believe that just like many commentaries have it that Jesus intentionally somehow waited for four days just to break that Jewish code and law and mindset so that when he comes and then there is a miracle they will know of a truth that God had done it. Jesus said unto her, Say, Said I not unto thee, that if thou dost believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God, faith for the glory of God. If only you believe, you will see the glory of God. This is more than an anointing. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hearest me. And I know that thou hearest me always. But because of the, the people which stand by, I said it.
And when Lazarus, come forth, and he that was hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about him, about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto him, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. They believed on him. still breaking or stable I just switched networks the previous one kept giving me some signals just 15 minutes at the end of the podcast so i want to rush through okay if it breaks please notify me if you can hear me let me know all right so what is the power of god the power of god is simply the ability of god the energies of god hallelujah and what is the power of god like I've already said, it is the abilities of God, the potential. 
please is everyone encountering the same thing that minister aben is encountering is it breaking periodically or it is oh i see um, i'm still on the same spot anyway we trust god for the best all right mercy mercy okay so i'll try and do some repetition so that it can cover up so i said the power of god is the abilities of god the abilities of god the strength of god to perform and to do his will hallelujah now we want to look at some of The ways in which this ability or this power of God is expressed and how we can exercise our faith to tap into all of these possibilities of the power of God. Number one, God has the ability to meet and exceed all expectations. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. God has the ability to meet and exceed all expectations. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. We have 10 minutes, so please help me with the scriptures as quickly as we can so that we can. I'm going to do some compression because I don't want to carry this into another part. Amen. Bible says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. There is a power at work in you, beloved. There is an ability of God at work in you. You receive that ability the day that you were born again. As many as believed on him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. And not only that, but the abiding presence of God, the abiding presence of God in the person of the Holy Spirit, who equally is the power of God, is in you. Hallelujah. And knowing that power, the, the resident abilities of that power makes you understand that there is no limit to that which he can do hallelujah but it requires us exercising our faith to be able to into the unlimited abilities of the holy spirit hallelujah number two the realm of his abilities is questionable hebrews chapter 7 verse 15 and 16 the realm of god's abilities is unquestionable i i would explain each one of these or go deeper step or one one after the other but we don't have time we have just a few minutes to go hebrews 7 verse 15 and 16 it says and it is yet far more evident for that after the similitude of melchizedek there arises another priest who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment but after the power of an endless life hallelujah the power of an endless life the the the, the, the former nature of the priesthood it was after the manner of men but not after the order of melchizedek so the ability and the power of those priesthoods were questionable because some of these priests will enter the holy place and 
they cease to come out. But Jesus, being made for us, an eternal high priest, blameless, perfect in all ways, with his divine perfections, has unquestionable character, unquestionable nature, questionable power. Hallelujah. By every standard, the realm of all his abilities are unquestionable. Number three, his power and abilities can keep. God has the, uh, the power and the ability to keep. Jude chapter 1 verse 24. Can someone else help us with 1 Samuel 2 verse 6? 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 6. Romans 8 11. Jude 1 24. His power and abilities can keep or can preserve his saints now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy god is able to keep you god is able to preserve you god is able to what present you faultless before the presence of his glory with aiding joy. Hallelujah. Then God also has power to give and to, to give and take life, to kill and to make alive. Another realm of his power is that he has power to give and to take life, to kill and to make alive. Bible says that the Lord killeth and maketh alive, he bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord, and then he says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So God can take, he is the author of life, and he can also give life, he can quicken. Hallelujah. The dimensions of the workings of his power. Number five, God's power and ability can build and direct. He has power and ability to build and to direct spiritual substances, blessings and realities towards you. God has power and ability to build and also to direct spiritual substances blessings and realities toward you corinthians 9 verse 8 and first corinthians 15 and verse 10 second corinthians 9 8 first corinthians 15 and verse 10 God is able to make all grace. He is able, that is ability, expression of ability, God's divine abilities. God is able to make all grace abound toward you. He has the power to compel all graces toward you. That you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. 
but by the grace of God I am what I am and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain but I labored more abundantly than they all yet not I but the grace of God which was with me understand that God is able to make all grace about He's able to build God is able to build you up I was supposed to say he has power to build I salute you, sir. God bless you for joining us. Aloysius Kojo. Grace in partnership with divine labor. Hallelujah. And God is also able to make all grace a able to access them and to be able to receive them number six god has power to anoint announce appoint and secure and 21 and 22 second corinthians 1 21 and 22 and jeremiah 1 verse 5 second corinthians 1 21 and 22 God bless you, Minister Eben. As for my network, I've tried my best. I've tried my best. I've tried. All right, I'm trying my best, but um, let's see. Let's see how it goes. Bible says, "Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the belly, I sanctified thee and ordained." God has power to appoint, to anoint, and to announce. I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 21 and 22, it says, Now he which establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God, who has also us and given the endness of the Spirit in our hearts. Moreover, I call for God. No, okay, I think that is enough. Amen. Okay, so let's look at maybe two more dimensions of the power of God, then we can end because we don't have time. God also has power to restore, or God's power has restoration ability. God's power has restoration ability, ability to restore. Joel chapter 2, verse 25, Hosea 6, 1 and 2, Joel 2, 25, Hosea 6, 1 and 2, and then Psalms 1. 
but it takes faith. Remember, it takes faith to key into the restoration power of God. It takes us believing. It takes us exercising our faith to be able to tap into these dimensions, all of these manifold aspects of the power of God. I think the scripture is not coming, so let's let's lift our voices and begin to pray. Let's thank God for a successful meeting. Amen. Lift your voice, beloved. God bless you. I mentioned the scriptures, they are not coming. I can't go further. Already, we don't have time. I have not been able to exhaust my notes. There's so much left, but we will just leave it here. Amen. No more sessions. Let's just lift our voices and thank God for grace that has brought us this far. Let's thank God. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. Thank you for your love. Thank you, oh God. The gift of tongues. I see. We give you praise. We give you glory for all you have done. We thank you for the word and for life. The illumination of your spirit in the name of Jesus. Glory, 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 honor, thanks, and adoration. In the name of Jesus.